Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, 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 well. Preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Here's another episode, another sermon coming at you from Unwrapped Sports, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you get your listening, your podcast listening. Rashad, what's going on? What up, man? It's a crazy week with all this NBA rumors floating around, NFL going on. So it's crazy right now, man. I see. I see. It is. We got we got Chris from Off the Ball Podcast, Off the Ball Network founder. Man, how's it going? What's going on, man? I'm happy to be on the show again, guys. Always always a pleasure being on again. New York City's finest, man. We're glad to have you in the building, bro. <laughs> man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Always always fun uh, coming on the show, so I'm excited. I'll tell you I'll tell y'all this. I do not like NFL or NBA going on at the same time. I I can't do it. It's too much. It's I can't too do much, it. man. No, your phone, it's too your, much. Your phone never stopped. Whoa, Shams, Shifty. Shifty, yeah, right. Matthew Bear, you got fantasy lineups, everything going on right now. Yeah, I forgot to start a couple people in fantasy. Like, you could oh, get yeah. stuff. Then, like, I'm in basketball mode still, but it's like, oh, that's full. Like, it's already week 10. Like, going yeah. on week 11, it's like, oh, man, I got to work with my fantasy team and stuff and and the Giants and, like, all the stuff. But I'm like, yo, what the Knicks are going to do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's too much. It's too, too much, much, but I guess, you know, it's good for right now. It's, it's definitely fun, though, in yeah. a way. It's, it, it just gives it, us co- constant content. Yeah, it, it's just weird, though, because normally, you know, they do start at the same time. Well, football starts in September, basketball mm-hmm. October, but it's just that it's the NBA offseason now. And that's what's making it so off-season. weird. Yeah. yeah, so you get yeah. so many alerts or trade rumors, yeah. trade speculations. Yeah, because it, 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 it would be weird. what? Yeah, it would be like, what's it? Like, you know, of the first month of the NBA season, you're still yeah. getting, you know, yeah, yeah. nobody's really getting excited, like hyped yet. But it's the off season, right? And we know how NBA off season is crazy, right? It's just like it's nonstop. Everyone's on their phone. I mean, whoa, chance. Everybody's just waiting for something. And then you add football season that's right in the heat of, you know, playoff races, yes. you know, yes. and all that. That's just like, the mind can only take so much. You know? <laughs> My head's going crazy because. You know, back, like and you, like you say, you implement fantasy football on top of that. How many people like they wake up Sunday? Mm-hmm. And it's like ah, fantasy football. I got to get my lineup set, FanDuel. You know, you get your bets in. But then it's oh, now it's like you got to wait for Woj to say something, and it's like everyone's anticipated. It's a lot going on. So you, you're finna have your fantasy basketball going on soon too. It's, gonna, yeah, it's, it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's too much. It's so so much going on, man. It's it's crazy. It's what? it's definitely been wild, wild, wild. Uh, Wild times right now. <laughs> what I do like, though, I really appreciate Woj and Shams last night, you know, watching the Vikings-Bears game. You know, that's NFL time, Monday Night Football. It's NFL time. That's what we what we tune into. And they waited mm-hmm. after the game. They didn't break the news during the game. They waited right after mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad Pelicans and Bucks waited to after the football game because, like I said, too much going on. I need I need, I need need time to process everything and. And you know uh, we can start right there. The Bucks make a move, two moves last night, late last night. Uh, Drew Holiday uh, and uh, heads to Milwaukee. Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and a lot of picks head down to New Orleans. Um, a lot of picks. Now, I am on the I am on the side of as far as like when you trading picks and stuff like that. I don't really, you know, people say, oh, they gave up the same amount they did for Davis, or um, they gave up three first rounds. Drew Holiday isn't worth that. Well, I to, to those people who say that in my in my opinion, how many guys can you really name was drafted between the picks of twenty five through thirty? 
that that was exactly. a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like you want the high picks for the generational talent, but after that, we've seen Devin Booker go twelve, Dov Mitchell go twelve, or whatever like this. We've seen those guys, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis go fifteen, but then you got the Isaiah Thomas, the Draymonds go second round, Mount Ginobili's. So I think outside of the top, you know, the top five, six guys, you're like, okay, we got to get this LeBron James guy, we got to get this D Wade and, and the Chris Pauls. After that. It's pretty much up to development and, and, and system fit. So, you know whether whether Milwaukee would have got that they had Divincenzo I and mean, he he got traded now, but he was what was he like second round or maybe he's undrafted. I, I can't remember. He was the first round. I think he was like you know in the twenties. Okay, and it, and he and he really didn't play until Brogdon left. You know, but you got Connington. Mm-hmm. He he was a late round or undrafted, and he yeah. got to the rotation. So it, it's really more up to development. So I'm not really on the mindset of like, oh, they gave up so much. Now the only way this is a terrible trade, unless Giannis leaves and they the worst team in the league, which you know can that happen? It's a slight possibility, but you got to go for it now. I'm in I'm in the now mode right now, and that's that's Milwaukee all it can do because how many times are they going to get a Giannis in Milwaukee? They had Kareem, they had Big O, and Giannis. That's it. I mean, you had yeah, what's up? What's that guy? Sidney Moncrief a couple you know in, in the '80s, but yeah. you know and Michael Red. But other than that, you ain't getting nobody in Milwaukee. So you got to do what you got to do. And strike, you have to drive. And, and strike with strike where the Hans uh Hans hot. Mm-hmm. Ray, 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 I forgot about Ray Allen down there. Yeah. Yeah, Ray Allen, yeah. They had Ray Allen. Yeah. I mean, that's what you gotta do. They don't win now mode. Like it's it's you can't you can't think about the future. You gotta think about right now. Like this is it. Like Giannis Giannis can just be like, I'm out after this, you know, mm-hmm. and you guys can get left, you know, hanging dry. And now you go through that rebuild where, and like you said, nobody's going to Milwaukee. Nobody. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's a free agent going to go to Milwaukee, right? So you have to do this. Like, you have to take the risk. And I've, I've talked about this a million times. Like, if Milwaukee d- didn't get to the finals, like, this was going to happen. They were going to have to force, the, like, yeah, to figure out how to make Giannis happy. And, you know, it's this is a good move. You know, they got Bavanovich from from Sacramento too. That's a good move, a good shooter. You know, uh, and like I said, getting Drew, who can you know, who can do a lot of stuff. You know, uh, defensively and, and can play multiple positions. And uh, just this, he's always been considered one of the most underrated players. He's just such a good player. You know, can hit can hit perimeter shots, and that's what that's what Milwaukee needs. And and they have to do this. Listen, it's. It's do or die this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's do or die for them, and, and they got to do whatever it take, whatever it takes to keep Giannis happy. I still think he's gonna resign because I don't know if you guys saw that Supermax. Is, that's a little, that's a quarter of a <laughs> billion dollars. That's some cheddar right that's there. That's a quarter of a billion dollars. Like I had to like say that like a few times, like a quarter of a bill. It's hard, it's hard to like, leave. That's that. a lot of money. And then if he leaves and he goes somewhere else, he's he's gonna most likely turned down $80 million, you know, so that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money to turn down. Yeah. I mean, he's got his, his shoe line. He's got the Nike endorsement. He's got, you know, some other projects, but that's still, you know, you know, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Let, let's face it. You know, so I do think this definitely helps him in this case to, to resign. So, but you know, he could still, you know, to me, I, I can still see a scenario where, you know, he re-signs, but then a year, you know, we're talking about this time next year or whatever, uh, going into next season, or the after next season, and he's like, nah, you guys, we haven't made progress. I want out. You know, I, I can see that because, like I said, the money is, that's a lot of money to pay. And he's big on, you know, you know, providing for his family and all that. I don't know if you guys have listened to the Woj doc that they, they've they produced, which is pretty good. He's big on family. He's big on taking care of his family, and you know whatever money he gets, he always donating to uh, uh, his family and helping his, you know, the people back home. And so, I think it would be hard for him to pass up on all that money. But you know, Milwaukee is, is definitely have, has been on uh, alert. You know, since they lost to Miami in the second round, so you know they had to make these moves. It's win now mode. The picks don't really matter at this point, like you said, like you said, Kev, like. You know, it, look at Miami. Like they, they found guys, you know, in the teens and late. You know, no one thought Bam was going to be this good. Bam, and look, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's a stud. Right? He's an all star. Right? It's all about development. I mean, how many teams? How many times have we seen teams top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, and they just never develop those guys? And then we see San Antonio and OKC have all these lower picks, and 
they develop their guys. So it's all about development and all that. So, you know, and Milwaukee has been able to develop some guys. So, you know, look at Gian, like look at Giannis. Like Giannis was a skinny dude who who uh who, you know, had no was super raw and was playing in a league that, you know, a lot of us played YMCA league. Those are the guys guys Giannis was playing with. Bunch of dudes working nine to fives, you know, <laughs> you know, just like just want to play ball after yeah. and Giannis and that's that's the leagues he was playing in. Like so like you know, it's all about development, right? You go to the right situation, you get developed right. You know, you could be a good player. So mm-hmm. it's I, I like the moves they made. They had to make these moves to, to make him happy and to be a better team, you know, get past that hurdle with Miami because Miami's still going to be there and all that, Boston and all that. So, uh, you know, I like the moves for sure for Milwaukee. They definitely uh, definitely improved it. They got to fill out their bench now. They got to fill out the rest of that roster for sure. But, you know, that'll, that'll come. They can fi- they'll find veterans who who come play cheat to play with Giannis and, and uh, try to try to get a championship. So, you know, I, I like the moves they made. Uh, I'm on the opposite end. It didn't move the needle for me at all. Like, yeah, everybody digs Drew, one of the best two-way players in the game. But I don't think they solved any of their bigger problems. You still got to get Coach Butt to adjust his coaching style where it's not just let Giannis try to get a bucket in the games. I still don't think Middleton's the second-best player on your team. I mean, you get Drew, but I don't think Drew's the second-best player on your team because we see what he and AD were doing in New Orleans. So, did you really move the needle at all? Like, I still think the way the East is shaping up, we'll get to whether Harden goes East or not because the East only that's team... that's going to be that's going to be mean, big if they make that if Harden if they trade Harden to to the East, then that that'll change a lot for sure. I mean, I mean, but to me, I don't think it changes anything because whether Harden goes East or not, it's still wide open, and the Bucks are. We just saw it the last two years; they're a matchup dependent team, like Toronto. Matched up well with them. Four four straight games get you up out of here. The Heat, Bam, and Jimmy. They just gotta avoid Miami home. and they're good. I mean, <laughs> they avoid Miami, they're good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I think they're just a matchup dependent team either way it goes. So like, yeah, you got mm-hmm. uh Bogdan, yeah, you got Drew. And in regards to the picks, the picks do kind of matter because when you're trying to go all in, get this dude a super max, you already paid Lopez, you're you're going to take on Drew's money. You're going to take on Bogdanovich's money. You already gave Middleton a bag, which is way more than the well, Fred's yeah, All-Stars you should get. So now you need those picks. To, you need those picks to be the Miami Heat style to get stuff on the back end or to be a Boston where you have trade assets potentially to flip for somebody. So the picks always matter. It just depends upon your situation. Milwaukee's going to lose-lose either way to me. Like Either you're going to try to go for it and keep you honest, or he can still sign a one plus one, two plus one, and still be up out of there in no time. So you're going to lose, lose either way. So go for it. Won't have any picks. Be stuck with some money. Or you just let him walk anyway. You're, you're stuck either way it goes. I think, well, it's, it's, it's really, it's Giannis' fault. If they don't want to if they don't want to championship, it's Giannis' fault, regardless of what it is. You have the pieces around you. But we should never say, we should never, like, LeBron James is, what, almost you know, 35 plus. And they can't stop him. Kevin Durant don't get stopped either. James Harden, he tire out for most of the time, but he putting up, you know, he put up numbers. Kawhi Leonard put up numbers. Luke at age twenty one didn't get stopped by Clippers last last year. It's on, it's on, it's on Giannis. Whatever, whatever happens to the Bucks is on Giannis, regardless. So whether whether Middleton can be a two or Drew Holiday can be a two, I don't really think none of that matters. But look, I mean, you got a you got a good starting five. You got one of the best starting fouls in the league and it comes down to it you got one of the best players in the league and at the same time it's like it's gonna go be it's gonna be Giannis regardless like I just I just don't trying to think Middleton can score 35 or thinking Drew Holiday is gonna come in and and solve all the problems if you if anybody thinking like that well that's you're mistaken it's all on Giannis LeBron 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 Davis won with Danny Green missing every shot he take and Kuzma and Morgan, Moore, they, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he don't like the, the the Bucks starting five is better than the Lakers starting five, from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you got two top five players, that's, that's different. But you know, yeah, y'all can't we can't we can't say like you know, the, the Howard and McGee yeah. or you know what I'm saying. There's not, but the yeah. Bronze did it and Anthony Davis did it, so y'all has got to do it too. He's 25. Giannis has to work on it. It, it comes down to his perimeter game too. He's got to be able to. Because look, look what Miami did, and look what Toronto did last year. They, they just, just build a wall. They like, just build a wall. Get, you got to shoot. Man. You got to make a shot, or you got to mid range. You're gonna think that every time, right? You're gonna let him shoot that, and until he 
until he proves that he can make perimeter shots, you're just going to give him that. So yeah. he he has to come to this season and know that now it's everyone. He was he was the you know the loving the, the loving you know player. Everyone loved Giannis, and then what happened? Right, they turned on him just like they did with Durant, just like they did with yep. LeBron. Right, so he should have been prepared for that. Like yeah. now he got to come in. Like now people are looking different now. Like mm-hmm. okay, you got the MVPs. You got the, you know, you got defensive play of the year. Now it's nobody cares about it. you. Can win another MVP. Nobody's going to care anymore. It's now tough. it's like, what are you going to do in the playoffs now, bro? What are you going to do in the playoffs? That's yeah. all that matters. From Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now on... Nothing, anything short than getting to the finals for Giannis is a disappointment. And if he has another second round disappointment, it's going to get on him. If he doesn't show that he can expand his game and, and you know hit a be a respectable jump shooter, then they're going to be they're going to be the same team. They'll be bouncing the second round. So you know, I think everything else helps, but it like you said, it comes down to Giannis because you know this is a two time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. This guy is a tremendous player. Like this is this is. You know, there's a reason why they call him the Greek freak because he he's freaky. Right. He he does so many things, but he's gotta he's gotta improve and be a respectable. You know, especially in the playoffs where you're seeing a team seven times. You know, seven times in, in a series, you, you gotta be able to be a more consistent jump shooter. I mean, I mean one of, the, I mean in the first game against uh against Miami, I think he shot like seven threes and missed all of them. Like Miami's gonna let you do that all yeah, day. All they day don't long. care. Yeah. So. And that most likely you're gonna have to get past Miami if you want to get to the championship. You got to get probably get to through Miami and Boston. You got teams with length, right? Then that's mm-hmm. gonna be the problem. So he's got to figure out that if he can figure that out and be a respectable jump shooter and, and put teams on on, you know, put you know put some pressure on the defense where they got to respect you, you know, and it just makes your game easier too. I think they they'll go far. But if he's the same. You know, if he's doing what he did last year, well, he, which he did improve, right? He did improve. From he did get better. Before. Yeah, he did get better. He yeah. did improve, which is crazy. But if he can, he needs to take that other step. But if he stays status quo and and he's the same shooter as he was last year, then you know we're going to be talking about this again next year. So he's definitely he, which he can. He it's crazy that he can improve, but he needs to improve for them to be a champion, like to get to the finals, because that's that's the only thing that matters. Nothing else. Nothing short of a finals. Is, is acceptable anymore because he's at that level at where, you know, LeBron, KD, where, where they had that pressure. Like, nobody cares that you won MVP no more. Nobody cares about any of this. All-stars, all that, MVPs, shoot, you know, scoring titles. It's about winning rings because he, he's at that level. So he definitely, he's definitely got to improve that shot because, you know, or else he's just going to – he's going to have struggles like, he, like he's had the last two playoff series. And uh, so it, it, he's definitely got to get better shooting. 60 wins won't win the East. Hey, all I'm saying is Toronto Ra- – I mean, we all said about the Middleton, Drew can't be twos. People people crapped on Kyle Lowry. People crapped on Ibaka. People crapped on uh, Siakam. When they, had, when they had Kawhi Leonard, he played like the best player in the, in the game. You won exactly. a championship. You got to take over. I yeah. mean, I mean, you, you can, you can always knock – you can always knock if you want to and say Warriors hurt, but at the same point, they got to the finals. Either way, they so, got it done, though, right? They, got they it won. Done. So, so it's on. I mean, it's gonna be a Giannis, man. It's at the end of the day, we, we got we always blame we always blame Middleton, those Lopez's, but we don't. Well, we don't. We don't. We always blame LeBron. We blame Kevin Durant. We blame the Currys, the Hardens, all the time. Y'all, he gotta get the blame too. I just, I yeah, we can't blame Middleton because Middleton did everything possible. Like he ball, he he he, he did it. He, he, yeah, 
he's, he possibly can. Yeah, like, it's not his fault that they gave him a buck ninety and people are putting on stuff. Like, he, of course, you're taking that. You're right? taking it. You're taking it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> taking that. And, you know, but he he did, he played good in the bubble, too. He he definitely is a good player. But I don't know if he's, he's definitely not a two. You know, he's more of you know, probably your third best player on the team. But he did his thing. But, like you said, it, it comes down to Giannis for sure. Uh, just, just to recap the Suns trade, uh, I, I just want to ask y'all, do y'all think, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are pretty much up and down. Are because Chris Paul, everywhere he's been, the team went from the bottom to one of the top. Like so, whether it's uh, New Orleans, uh, the Charlie Hornets, New Orleans Pelicans, whatever you call it, um, the Clippers, OKC last year. So, uh, do y'all do y'all believe that the Suns should be uh, in 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 the playoffs or or had that that push because of Chris Paul? Rashad, yeah, you got something? Uh, I'm gonna go with yeah because he cost me some money this past year, so I'm gonna just go with yeah based off based off of that. <laughs> I, get I mean, the wet, the wet, West is already loaded. I mean, based upon what we saw this past year, I mean, I think six or seven teams are already locked in. So maybe the Suns can step in because I think OKC is out, and I think Houston. Whether they, you know, they're gonna probably trade some guys. So I think that opens up two spots. Warriors taking the spot and. Suns could take other spot unless something happens with Utah where Mitchell and Gobert kind of go down or get traded. I think you have to lock Utah in, so I think it's already six or seven spots locked up. I can see the Suns being one of those teams competing with uh, with Mavs New Orleans and all them type of guys. That's oh, I, I got I got Mavs a lot. Well, Luka, I thought, I thought Luka, 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 Luka my MVP. He a lot. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, they need Porzingis to stay healthy, but and then they got the playing tournament too. So I think I think the Suns will definitely be in, in that in that. You know that fight to be a playoff team for sure. And to me, you know, I everyone talks about Booker like benefiting, but the uh, DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. It's time. It's Ooh. time. Aiden. I mean, it's really going like, like we just talked about it. It's really going to count on him too. Like he's going to have to step up. It's you know he's drafted what he was drafted over Luca. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's time. So it's time for you to show why. Played, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he he played good in the bubble too. Like he yeah. showed his his perimeter shooting, which is the one thing people were like. If he could, if he could shoot like you know the way Towns ex- expanded his game, like, right. and then he started shooting threes and making them, I was like, oh okay. And then you add Chris Paul to that, yeah, like where he can find you, you know, and then that you know the pick and roll where where now you got to respect it. Now he can you know you can do pick and pops with him where he can shoot it or take it to the all. I mean, Aiden, Aiden can have Aiden can have an All Star type season. Like he really you know he has that potential as is. But now you add Chris Paul to that. He could have an all-star type season. And they still – they got Cam Johnson, who, who they took last year. And people were, like, really getting on them. And I, even I was like, nah, that's questionable. It was you know, kind of early. Uh, it was early. It was kind of high because a lot of people had him, like, second-round grade. And it probably still was high. But, you know, he's he's still a solid player for them. You know, uh, and I liked Oubre. I thought Oubre, it was a good player. That's tough losing him. But uh, they need to you know, sign they still back got, Sergeant they got, Baines. Yeah, yeah, they got to figure out what they're gonna bring back. Baines, Baines was a yeah. big part of that team too, and uh, you know they got Mikel Bridges, you know who, who's a good player too. So they got good pieces then, and then obviously you know with Devin Booker and all that, so they could definitely make a run, at, 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 definitely being in that play-in game, you know for sure. But definitely, you know, like you said, OKC is probably out. Houston, if they trade, if they trade uh, Westbrook and Harden, they're definitely out. And then you know. Utah's up in, you know, uh, I think, you know, I think, I think U- Utah and Portland would be up in the air just because, yeah. just because, you know, Utah, are you really getting any better? Yeah. Uh, cause Gobert is what he is. Um, yeah. you, you only count on Mitchell getting better really over there. And even Dallas, like, I know like we love Luca, but Porzingis is hurt. And even Luca's had some injuries. So, and then in that West, you know, the West is it's, hard. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's tough. So it's it tough. wouldn't shock me. Like, I think Luca could be the MVP you know, next year because he's just that good. But I wouldn't shock me if they don't if they don't make it because the, the West is so deep and you have to rely on Porzingis' health. Like if Porzingis isn't healthy, you know, can Luca just you know carry the team for seventy two games, stay healthy because he, he's get, he's gotten banged up too. You know, can with with Tim Hardaway Jr. being his second best player or something like that. You know, mm. that's that. So I wouldn't guarantee Dallas is it. I would think so because Luca's just that that good and but it's all it all comes down to Porzingis but I definitely I definitely think Phoenix is definitely a playoff team because CP3 you know uh is is a, is a game changer at point guard and then you have Booker who, who who's just he's phenomenal and then Aiton's take 
if Aiden takes that next step, it's over. It <laughs> really is. Yeah. They should be locked oh. in there for real. You know, like you said, Bridges and, and Cam Johnson and, you know, James Jones did, has done a good job. I know early on people were getting on James Jones, actually, with that, with the, with the Cam pick, you know, last year. But James Jones is doing some things. You know, yeah. he, he's definitely got that team, you know, uh, looking looking a lot better since it's crazy. That bubble did the one. They went crazy. People were like, like is Belker going to get traded? You know, is Monty Williams going to last this season? Is he going to get fired after one year? Like, James Jones, is he going to get fired? And then they go into the bubble, and they just they, they they just cook, and they go 8-0. And, and now it's like, oh, everything's bright. Now they got CP3. Now they got, like, legit playoff aspirations. Like, so it, it's crazy how the bubble just flipped for them. So uh, they definitely benefited the most from the bubble. Shout out to the Valley. Yeah. Um, we, we're talking about that the, the Rockets, though. Man, they they've been in so they've been in the news so much right now, like the rumors. Rashad, they just they they out of this world, man. I, I I can't keep track of it, but I definitely do not like the the James Harden to the Nets as much as people like it with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. It's the reason why no big three had all three scores. Were they all scores? It's the reason. It's the reason for that. It's the reason why Robin was a part of a big three, like. You talk about the Spurs, Tony Parker, Zobie Tindak. They all like they all different. When you got three mm-hmm. guys who want to put the ball in the basket, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. You never seen it because even in the Warriors situation, like when you talk about Draymond and Clay, they was more you know they're they're they do they everyone role. has a role, right? right. Everyone so, has a good role, yeah. So I don't I don't know about this. We know Kyrie is what he is, and he definitely don't want James Harden. There's no way there's no way in here he want James Harden on his team. Um, so. I don't think that's a good idea. I know a lot of people, of course, it'd be fun to see, to watch. But at the same time, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm I'm all about Harden to Philly. But I think Rashad said something to me earlier about, like, that it's probably not going to happen. But I think that makes more sense to me than, than, than Brooklyn trade. Yeah, man. The Rockets finna find themselves in a lottery for the next decade being spiteful. <laughs> Like, bro, if y'all don't go ahead and try to pull something off with Philly to get Ben or MB to Tobias or somebody who just at least can be a all-star or fringe all-star, like being spiteful, not wanting to trade hard into Daryl Morey is really what? ridiculous. It, it, like, like, like that's, that's how you lose your job. That's how you get fired. That's how you fire somebody for being spiteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could be the owner for Tita trying to be like, nah, we're not going to do that or whatever. But you hire a GM to do a job. Let the GM do their job, trade mm-hmm. Harden for adequate pieces. Yeah, like I, I just this net, that, that next thing, I, I'm not with that. Like to me, yeah. everybody keep floating that out there. I'm just like, eh. Like KD finna get messed up. He trying to pass LeBron for the titles, but you mixing your friend group up, and now your friends gonna be clashing. Cause we know Dan Tony on that Nash coaching staff, and we know what Dan Tony do: put the ball in one guard hand and let him work. So Kyrie or Harden, no, somebody, no. somebody got to be off that ball. <laughs> both, both of y'all can't can't be out here shifting it up. Y'all can't both be cooks in the kitchen. And, and that's somebody got to stand in that corner over there. Yeah, and yeah, that's why you need that. They need they need a uh, they need a trade. Kyrie, where, uh, where Rubio go? Okay, see, no, never mind, never mind. I was like, they need, they need Rubio. <laughs> they need a pass up. <laughs> Man, if you're not gonna trade Kyrie for Harden, you 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 tripping because well, you can't have both of them you can't, together. You can't be you can't be a new GM. And then, oh, I'm gonna treat hard. That's my first thing I'm gonna do. That's 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 not what I want to do as a GM. My my first job, no. I got I got to trade the best player on the team. Man, and you're not getting the value it. from from Brooklyn. Like I, like Levert is a good player. Right? Then we didn't Levert are good players, but you, good player. You get them with a good player. Like they're all good players, but the they're not even close to. And I'm not even saying like that's not even all star upside. Yeah. <laughs> But like at least Ben Simmons, like obviously he's not James Harden, but at least that's an all star. They can build around player. it. He could build around Ben Simmons, right? I mean, Karras is is a nice role player. Like he's he's a he's a starter. Like he's who's who's gonna, you know, can score and, and same with Dinwiddie can come off the bench and be a six man like type player, you know. Uh, but you know, there's been a lot of reasons why I don't want to see that. Me being in New York and being a Knicks fan, I don't want to see that. You know, I can't. I can't have the team over the bridge. <laughs> have all three of those guys while my team's back, <laughs> waiting to do something, if anything. So there's there's a lot of reasons why, but I don't. I 
I think that's just wait. That's just like a that's just a bus. That's just that's just putting you know that's like lighting a match at a, at a gas station. That's just waiting to just blow up. Like it, it's probably, I don't know, man. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of egos. Like that's yeah, a lot. That's, that's too much of me. Like, it's it's just you can't put two ball handlers with a first year head coach and in my opinion the best player in the world off injury. Oh, like, Steve like, like like you're asking <laughs> for quit. you're asking for too much. Then they put together a great coaching staff, but Dan mm-hmm. Tony already has a relationship with Hart, yeah. so he's gonna he gonna make sure James eat. Kyrie <laughs> gonna Kyrie gonna be probably the odd man out because KD I'm well, sure was the one who wanted Nash. Well, Kyrie so, said they all coaches so. There is no man. coach on the team. They're all coaches. Hey, he, see, he crazy as it is already. I, yeah. As, I, don't, I think Steve Nash uh, might get overwhelmed, like, with all this. If oh, that yeah. happens. Like, obviously, he's an MVP player and all that, but coaching is different, man. When you got to coach all these egos, like, there's a reason why Phil Jackson, to me, is the greatest of all time. Like, there's there's a reason why when the Chicago, you know, Chicago didn't win before he came and, and Lakers were struggling before he came. Like, he came in and he knows how to handle egos like that like that that's a tough job tough, like, i don't think yeah. people realize how tough of a job that i think people assume oh they got oh they got three he got three top 10 players man he mm-hmm. should be able to win it's like no you got to be able to, to to make sure merge those egos and, and put like and tell them like yo we, we got one goal like so that's not easy you know it's not easy to do you know so i don't know i don't know i don't know if this you know if if nash is the like if they had an established coach you know, that, that, you know, has been around and maybe won some chips, like maybe that could work, but I, I don't know if, if, you know, putting, giving Steve, yeah, I know he's got good coach assistants around him, but, you know, I don't know if that would be good for Steve, you know, to have all these guys right away as your first head coach and know how to manage yeah. them. Cause that's, that's, that's a lot to, that's a lot to handle. Like Kyrie is, is what he, like, especially you're just, just right now with Kyrie and KD, that's a lot for him to handle, right? With the, with with how they how they play and and how you know coming off injuries too, right? So you got to right. figure out how to manage them and manage the minutes because you know they're not going to play heavy minutes to start the season. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And then you add James Harden to that. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to handle. You know, there's not a lot of people that can handle that. So if it happens, it's going to be interesting to see how Nash handles that and who's going to be the primary ball handler. You know, I know the Harden can play off the, like he's, he could play, you know, off the ball and all that. So, and so, but Kyrie needs the ball at all times. And all time. Otherwise, he ain't who's, doing gonna, that. who's going to close the game? You know, Harden's always had the ball to close the game. Kyrie's had the ball to close the game. Durant's going to want the ball. Like, you know, unless, unless they just, they just, you know, unless they're having talks right now and just say, hey, we just ain't it. Let's just, we just want to win. Like, especially for James, like, he wants the ring. So, but I don't know. That's still hard to, to be the third guy. One of those guys has to be the third option. No, from a legacy point, it, it hurts everybody, though, because, like, Kate, like, who's going to get the final? KD, like, already just went through that. Like, it's going yeah. to be like KD trying to put game. together super teams. They're going to be like, yeah. Kyrie on the super team. Harden yeah. had to go ring chase. Like just from a legacy and other stuff, it'll hurt everybody. Like, so you, you, they, they, they should they should just not do it. You ring chase, ring chase. Like it's already like one yeah. of the, Kevin Durant the best. You know, it's, it's different. Harden goes to a Sixer team with NB on like just just NB and Tobias. Like that's different. But, I think that's a, that's a good that. I mean, to to, and to me, to me, Harden and NB does work one on. We always say it, like Ben Ben and NB doesn't work together because of the spacing issues. And Harden and NBA does work. I will. I would actually would love to see Ben and Harden together, but uh, nonetheless, I, I really, I really don't know. Outside of Ben Simmons, I don't know nobody else you can trade Harden for. I mean, I like, I like the Jalen Brown idea, um, but at the same time, I don't know if Danny Ainge want to part ways with him. Like, like he don't want to part ways. He don't want to part. That's why. That's why he keep losing all these all these guys because yeah. he he wanted he wanted Anthony Davis. He wanted Paul George. Wanted Jim Butler, but he didn't want to trade the people that they wanted. Lost all them. He wanted uh, Drew Holiday, a, a report said, but 
they they didn't want they didn't want Kim, but why would the Pelicans take Kim Walker? I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. So I don't I don't I don't get the then Ainge be he just be so selfish sometimes and you know yes Celtics are always one step away, but it's like especially Davis like they should have pulled the trigger. He should have gave that. everything except Tatum. I mean, they, well if he had, if he had trade Tatum, they, I probably would. But no, they, no, nah, they nah. you don't have to trade. You could trade Jalen Brown or that. If they, everybody if else. They got, Tatum and, and Anthony Davis, that's we might need. be talking about them as the, the world yeah, champions right that's, now. That's all I need. No, we, 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 we wouldn't. AD opt out, and he's still going to L.A., so that was the point. You got you got, you got to go all in, but yeah, I don't... Oh, oh no, if, if your ben, dad come out and said you're not going to sign or you don't want to play here, I'm not, I'm not risking that. That's true, but Ben, <laughs> ben Jalen Brown, because you can't, you got to think, you might not get, like, they, they said they want big investment, I mean, big return, but it's not a lot of teams that have a big return. You, every time, every team you, you're risking. So, for the yeah. most part, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few teams that you really see okay, that can make deals like that, and it's the Nets and maybe the, the Sixers and all that. Like you said, there's not I'm a lot. Say of... the, I would say Warriors, but that's just because you got you can get Wiggins or damn the two pick. Man, forget all I that. Don't this that. man turned down his fifty million extension. Fifty he, million he turned, dollars. <laughs> he, he turned down his. He took. He, mm-hmm. he declined his option. Fifty, 50 million a year. That sounds good. That just sounds good. Like I would just want it by extension because it just to be the first fifty million player a year. Ooh, that's I, I, that's how you know. I, that's yeah. why I think this stuff is serious. This this is this is why I've been pushing. I know I know it's your team. I've been pushing Russ to Knicks because he obviously do not care about uh, uh, winning a ring. And Harden maybe had to realize, you know, it is ain't gonna happen for me. Like. Let me just get this bag and get my stats, and that's it. Going to the Hall, it's of, fame. Hall of Fame, bound, so it don't matter. And that's and that's you know that's what, you know because obviously when you got team like Charlotte who want Russ, I mean that means Russ don't want you know what I'm saying like Russ ain't trying to he don't care like he's he's want the ball in his hands. Let me do let me do what I gotta do. So no, that's that's for Mike that's for Michael Jordan. Jordan don't want his brain going down because Russ wants his athletes, and then Charlotte won't get nobody anyway. So they they thinking Charlotte we get Russ Charlotte might do a big with the third pick because we know we know Jordan love a big the third pick. So you get Russ, you get a big. <laughs> Call me Brown. You know you, you might you might have a little one two combo going or something like that. That's what they thinking. But I, I doubt if anybody makes the move, it's gonna be next to Charlotte and probably be Charlotte because Jordan love Russ. That's his athlete. I think Charlotte's gonna make the move. Free, yeah, free, man, just free Russ, man. Get, get, let, let Russ run a team, man. I, I want Russ in the small market again, cause he make he make all the small markets better. I don't care. Okay, okay, see, okay, see, like Sam Preston really rolled the back off Kevin Durant and Russ. Like that, that, that one, that one, two, three draft back in the back years, way back then, he been riding that still since today. So, uh, man, give give yeah, get Russ to that. Um, let's go into this mock draft NBA draft is uh, Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday night. Um, yeah, tomorrow night, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a wild one. It's gonna be the first virtual draft ever. Uh, most times we get to see March Madness, we get to see guys stock rise from that alone. Uh, then you get the combine, you get all that kind of stuff. But now this is COVID stop everything, and you just have to go work, watch them work out and hope hope they can they fit. You got a lot of guys from a lot of different places, like Lamella Ball from Australia. I got Denny. He's he's what uh, is Israel. So he's like all these guys different mm-hmm. places. You got New Zealand RJ Hampton. So you got guys from different places. A lot of a lot of colleges that you really don't be seeing a lot of guys from. Um, you know, up up there at the top of the boards and stuff like that. So it's it's going to be an interesting draft. Uh, Chris, you got you got a thing you want to say as far as like this, this whole draft process and, and uh, you know how hard it's been trying to trying to learn all these guys. Man, I mean. In a, in a way, like the, the process, like since it's been like eight months and stuff, it's been good because you get to learn about more guys that you probably wouldn't have known about. Like I've been able to to interview a bunch of guys that that might be like late second rounds, undrafted dudes and all that. But it's been a long process like because we had so much time where nothing was happening, right? No workouts, no nothing. I mean, the workout stuff probably in the last month, month and a half or so where you see a lot of these workouts and you're getting more intel on these guys and, and getting a feel of like, all right, what team's feeling who and all that, you know? So that, that's good to know, like where we guys could possibly go, but man, this process is crazy. Like, you know, a lot of these guys didn't not have anywhere to play. Mm-hmm. Like you know how the restrictions, how crazy restrictions were. I know in New York city, they, 
anything with a hoop, they took down, you know. <laughs> and if you tried to play, the cops were going to tell you to, you know, they might arrest you. Like, it, it got crazy. And obviously not be able to go indoors and play unless you have your own basketball hoop in your house or something. That was the only way you could hoop. So for a lot of these guys, it took months before they were able to, to train and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, but it also allows you to work on more stuff than you probably would have time to, you know. You know, if, if you had struggling shooting, you had a lot more time to work on your shot too. So, or, or work on your handles or whatever. So, man, I mean, this draft is so polarizing. You know, just even before COVID, you know, this draft was like, you know, all over the place as far as like, there's no true like number one like previous years like Zion and, and the, the, there's no Anthony Davis like that. But I I like this draft a lot. Like, yeah, it might not be sexy at top, but you will get some good players that like like that are going to be playing for ten plus years, you know. And we know the league is made up of role players, right? Right. <laughs> That's how you build your teams, right? Yeah. Role players. And to me, you can find a lot of good players in this draft. We got a lot of good role players and, and some good starters, you know, in, in this draft. So I like this draft a lot, and, and it's super deep. Like when you once you get past twenty, like you're going to find some good players from twenty to like that seventy range, where I saw like you could. Like, the guys from 60 to 70 to 80 can all be, you know, in the NBA, you know, because mm-hmm. I think it's just very, t- very deep from 20 on. So this draft, it's been fun to to be able to to dive into this draft and be able to have all the draft experts I've been able to talk to and have on the show and all the draft prospects I've had on my show and just interacting with some agents and and all this stuff. It's been it's been a dope process. So uh, I'm just ready for tomorrow, man. It, I'm I'm excited about tomorrow and, and root for a lot of these guys too. Yeah. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a, a quick quick little top 15 ish mock draft where we can go around. Uh, everybody get five picks. Uh, I want to I want to make sure that Chris got his his beloved Knicks. So so he he will be going <laughs> second in this. Uh, Rashad said he he like to go third. So I'll be going first uh, in this NBA mock draft. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. That's why I had to put the city, the city, the city hat on real quick. And um, you know, I think the Timberwolves are in a position where like they, it's like it's like you can pick one, and you just you just gotta hope that that it it is gonna fit what you got already with Cat with D'Lo. Um, I mean, I know there's been a lot of talks about trying to trade it and and wanting a star, but it's it's hard to get something like that. So, um, for me. I know I know this team this team really needs like talent really needs shooting. Um, I, I I remove James Wiseman from it just because I, I don't really think the two bigs work anymore. That's this, this is not the nineteen nineties, not the nineteen eighties. <laughs> so we we just get rid of that. So it really became between Lamelo, Ball, and Anthony Edwards. Um, and I think I think I would. It's it's, it's so hard. I would I would take Lamelo probably nine times out of ten. But I just can't be the team to like go strictly offense and have Lamelo, D'Lo, and Cat, and we're not playing defense on the other end. When you got Anthony Edwards, who has the potential to be a defensive player, one of the best, like can be a lockdown guy. He got the body and the size to do it. So because of that, I'm gonna have to go Anthony Edwards with the first pick because one, he has the talent. But when you talk about defense. You can't really have Lamelo and D'Lo out there. It would be great to have that kind, that type of length at the guard positions, like D'Lo six six and Lamelo like six eight six nine now, mm-hmm. and that could be very dangerous. But he's not a, a Ben Simmons six nine for me. Where you, and LeBron, where you're big, you know, you're big point guard. So um, I'm, I'm gonna take Anthony Edwards and and, and and go with that because he got the, he got the potential to be, you know, mm-hmm. D Wade esque is what a lot of people say about him. Yeah, he's one of the few guys that like. For the most part, we all know he's going top three. Like everyone else is like, I don't know about Wiseman if where he's gonna go. Lamelo, we all know, but I think for the most part, we all know that that Edwards isn't dropping past Charlotte at three, and he can yeah. go as high as number one. So he's definitely the one few guys where we kind of know where he's gonna go for sure. Right, Chris, you up, you up with number two? I, don't know. I got Golden State, so uh, I, I think. They're they're definitely one of the candidates for to trade down. Right. So, uh, but I won't obviously. I'm not going to do trades here. But so I'll give them James Wiseman. Uh, you know, they they could use a big like this for sure. You know, uh, and if you know, he goes into a place where he can, he's going to learn how to you know play basketball. You know, and, and help you know 
you know, define his game. And, uh, you know, because we only saw three games from him in college and only one game was against, you know, any, you know, high level competition. So we didn't get to see much of him other than, you know, high school tape. And, you know, that can be a little misleading, you know, especially when you're that big, you know, so it's hard to, it's, he's one of the, he's so hard to really, you know, to, to scout and all that, because you just don't know if it, that stuff translate, but the, he's seven foot one. He moves like a gazelle in transition. I mean, you think about that, you know, with with Curry and all that, in in uh, in in uh, on the break and all that, and what he can do in pick and rolls and and all that stuff. And if he can develop a, a little a little respectable jump shot, which I think it, it can happen, you know, like we talked about with Aiton, right? We saw like that was the next level for him. I think that could, you know, with time, Wiseman can can eventually do stuff like that. And you know, he, he's to me. They'll develop him. That's a perfect spot for him to go where he can learn. They don't. He doesn't have to get forced to be the guy there. You know, he could. They could. You know, take it slow with him and, and teach him. You know, winning basketball and all that. So I think they'll they'll take James Wiseman here if they stay here. Number three, Charlotte Hornets. Like we said, we're not going to talk about trades. So they they could potentially land Russ in a trade, something like that. But either way it goes, whether they get Russ or not, they have Graham, they have Rozier, so they're loaded at the guard spot. So I will not be taking a little ball with this pick. And then just looking at other spots to have Malik Monk. Girl, Batum on the expiring contract, you have Bridges at your wing spot. So I think you're kind of looking at either Okongu or Denny. Um, if Michael Jordan has a say in his decision, which I think he will at three, Hornet select, uh, Yeka Okongu, they love big men. They got, you know, they got PJ <laughs> and, they, and, they got, and they got Zeller. They always draft the big, so and they always I'm be assuming, under, they always be undersized too. <laughs> so I'm assuming they're going to take Onyek Okongu. He's got some reviews as potentially the best big in this draft. So I have Charlotte taking Okongu. Yeah, he he's 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 pretty rangy. I think he got he got like one of the biggest ranges in the draft and go like yeah. a lot of different places. Yeah, um, for sure. I think, but I do think this. You know, I think they would take Lamelo for this reason. They need box office. They, they need they need star power in in uh, in Charlotte, right? Unless now this all depends if they get Russ too, you know. So you know, but if that doesn't happen, like they don't get Russ. I think they would really consider Lamelo. I know I don't think you know Graham and all that will really affect you know their draft. You know, as far as if they need to take a or and Rosier will affect whether they'll take them. I think they will, would take Lamelo here because that's a business business decision, right? You're yeah. gonna sell jerseys. And whenever you get fans back, people are going to want to come to the arena because, you know, to see LaMelo play. So I think that that's a factor into why I think, you know, I've mocked him a lot to to, to Charlotte because I yeah. think, you know, that factor. They lost Kemba last year to get another star like that. Whether good for bad, good or bad, you know, you, people are going to want to go to Charlotte games because they want to see LaMelo play and, and possibly see LeVar, you know, courtside. So I think for business purposes, I think this would be, a, you know, why I think – no, they 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 won't pass on Lamelo, and they would take him at three. Like Rashad, if if you can, if you if if the trades happen, let's say Russ get traded to Charlotte and they keep the three pick, which I think they will. Uh, do you do you take you think they take Lamelo and Russ, or do you think they still go with the big big, big man all day? Yeah, in that case, okay. I, I, they I have just, their star then. If they would I, have I, their star, I do. I, I just want to see. All right, so I'm Chicago Bulls, uh, man. Chicago, Chicago is a weird team for me because they have really have a lot of going, a lot going on. Auto Porter's on expiring contract. Um, the guy you, you've been tra- you've been drafting so long. I I think Chicago is another team that needs to trade that trade the pick really or trade players away for a, a, a more established guy because you can't you can your whole team can't be young. But either mm-hmm. way, um, it's, it's for me right now. Uh, Chicago, you got Carter Jr., you got marketing, so your, your front court's really solidified. Uh, Kobe White came on strong. Levine been in trade rumors. Um, so I think with having the option to trade Levine, uh, I think that I would have taken Denny here, but because LaMelo's on the board, I think if you trade Denny, uh, trade Levine, you're going to need that score because you're losing one of the best scores from the guard position if you trade him. So I, I, I'll take LaMelo. Um, the point, the one point guard position, really not filled for them either. So, um, I mean, Kobe White came on strong, but I, I take the mellow. I, I think I think that's pretty no brainer. You get a star in, in a big market as well. So, um, 
because Chicago needs some box office too. I mean, they ain't really had nobody since uh, since Jordan left. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, that that'd be good. And you pair him with Kobe White. That's a nice that's, backcourt that's right there with Activate. Because Lamelo could pass too. You could, yeah, yeah. You and Lamelo could pass too. You yeah. find him in an open space with Wendell, and and if they keep Laurie, I think Laurie's game will get better. And and then you add Zach to that. That's that's not a bad, you know, that's not a bad lineup right there. I want to see what Billy Donovan coaching style will be with the new roster. So. Hey, three point guard like he did last year made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, 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 yeah. They did that three point guard. Uh, well, when they got Wade, right? They did that three point guard, uh, three guard lineup. Oh, he with, with Rondo. even even last year with the uh, with Billy with Billy Donovan when he had uh um oh well, with Shea, uh, Shea, 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 Paul, Chris Paul, uh, and, uh, and uh, Schroeder. I mean, it's possible. He might he, he might like that style. I don't know. Chris, you up with Cleveland? Oh, I got Cleveland. All right, I'm gonna go uh, another team that needs star power. Uh, but uh, I, I've, uh, you know, I've been I, this. This one's tough, but um, like I said, they need star power. But I, I don't think he would be a good fit here. But I'm gonna go with Danny here. I'm gonna go Danny at VA here. You know, he's a playmaker. Um, you know, at the wing position, and you know, he's a, he improved his shooting and all that, especially when he came back. And he got stronger too, and all that, and uh, proof his free throw shooting and all that, and uh, you know, uh, can get to the hole and all that, creative and all that. So I think uh, they could, they need a wing. I think uh, especially with Kevin Porter Jr., he's going through all his stuff, so they can't. You know, he he's super talented, but I don't know if he's going to be even be a play this year with all that. So that that takes out a wing right there. So um, so I'll go, I'll go Danny here. I think, uh, you know, he could do some good things with Sexton and, and Garland there. So uh, I'll take Danny here. All right. Number six on the board. The Hawks, they're kind of stuck right now because they had they, they traded for Capella. You have John Collins, but haven't given him an, an extension yet. You still have Detman. So you're kind of in limbo with your big guys. And then you already drafted Reddish and, Hurt, and um, Hunter. You still have Hurdy, you still have Trey Young. So we're not talking trades, but I think they should start trying to trade some picks and get some more established guys on the team. I mean, I would be a fan of trying to go get a DeMar DeRozan or, I mean, he's Mr. R&B singer, Oladipo, somebody like that. Like, <laughs> I'll be a solid two for him. But we're not mocking that. We're just mocking just the picks in general. At six, with John Collins and Limbo, I'll just take best play on the board available. I think that's Obi Toppin. I like it. It's, it's more, he, it's, he comes in, he, he scores right away. He come, He's the to me, he's the most offensive ready player in this draft. Like he's just he's he's an athletic freak too. He's kind of like John Collins too. It's kind of crazy. Like, which you might as well, which you might as well not even pay college. You might as well just go Obi. Yeah, because <laughs> and especially if like you said, like if if they don't think you know if they're not going to sign him long term man you just that you got your replacement right there and Obi Toppin mm-hmm. right you could pretty much do the same things that Collins can do so Thanks. you know that, if that's what they're thinking and I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, Obi Toppin's the pick there oh I'm with Detroit Pistons at number seven um I think I think the writing on the wall we'll probably see it at some point that Rose get moved um so I think a point guard is here um you still got Blake Griffin um that's really all you really got um, so you just got to hope that you, you, you get somebody who can be a, a problem. And I, I, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Halliburton out of Iowa state. I, I mean, six, five point guard. I like his, I like his game. He can do a lot. And will he be a star? I don't know. But at the same time, you're going to, you're going to need a point guard who can write the ship. Reggie Jackson was not the move. Derrick Rose has been balling. And I think, I think the media is going to make, make Detroit trade Derrick Rose. So, <laughs> To, 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 to a contender team. So, uh, I go, I go tell me to Halliburton. Can't go wrong with that. I've heard a lot of Halliburton to Detroit, too. So, that that can that makes sense. So they have that point guard in the future. That's definitely a good pick. So, we got we got the Knicks. Knicks. The Knicks on the clock. And I, I'm, I'm running to the Zoom podium with this pick, and I'm taking Killian Hayes. No hesitation. That's my top player on my board. That's – I absolutely I like love his game. game. I like his game. 
Yeah, I think he think I think he's so smooth. He's such a good playmaker. You know, I think you know the defensive potential is is also there too. He just I just love how he creates. You know, I know people worry about you know you know his perimeter shooting. You know, but I think you know he was he was a very good free throw shooter. So I think that's a kind of an indicator that he can you know he can expand. And plus, yeah. when you're playing overseas, it's a different game and all that. So I think he definitely get better. And uh, I just. Every time I watch him, you know, in my, you know, I know that the level of competition people worry about, but I just, every time I watch him, he just pops. And I think in pick and roll situations, he's just going to kill, you know, especially with, with Mitchell Robinson and, and, and RJ, you know, he's going to make RJ's life easier, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so uh, for me, Knicks, Killian Hayes, I've heard that, I've heard them, you know, that, you know, they love each other. So hopefully, Hopefully this happens, and, and I think uh, Knicks Nation would definitely be happy if this is the pick. But yeah, you know, uh, we, we just got to work on him going to his right with his right, because when he goes to his right, he goes with his left. So we just got to figure. We just we'll work yeah. on that, those things. But uh, you know, those are little things. I feel like that when with him, a lot of people with it's little things that I feel like can get worked on at the next level with with better coaching and all that. So all, all the things people worry about are things that I think you know, just with more, you know, NBA reps and working with NBA coaches and all that can get better. So I, that's why I just, I think that his feeling is through. I think he could be like a, you know, he gives me, he plays a little bit like Goran Dragic and he got a little D'Angelo Russell in him. So mm-hmm. I think he's, he could be an all-star type player. So uh, if the Knicks, if he's here at the Knicks, run, you run to that Zoom podium and you, you go tell Adam Silver, you know, we're taking Killian Hay. So that that's the thing for me. I have the Wizards at nine. They have Bill. They have Wall. They've shown no signs of rebuilding or tearing it down, anything like that. They took Rui uh, in a more recent draft. So they're kind of set at point guard, shooting guard. And you can slide Rui from three to four, but he's more of a, a four. Um, best on the board right now, you need some help on defense. That's either Devin Vassell or Isaac Okoro. With them not tearing it down, I think they want to get somebody who can contribute right away versus kind of waiting on potential. So Okoro has more – he has potential, but I think they'll go Devin Vassell. He can be a 3 and D guy for you. I like Vassell. I, I actually I – like, I like Vassell. Like, ain't from Georgia, so you got you got to root for the home state. Yeah, so a 3 and D guy like him, like, like you know, he could shoot, he can shoot a little bit. You know, obviously he's behind Okoro. He's probably the best defender in this draft. Like he, he's just a tremendous defender. And like I said, the shooting. I know people freaked out about that that video that he he put out. You know, and that that got people going crazy. Mm-hmm. But you know, it kind of got debunked. Like he was just working on stuff, even though it shouldn't have gone out. And whoever took the video should probably get fired. Right. His can't, but uh, it should have never got out because that could really hurt you. But you know, uh, they, he's done a good job of saying it was just. He was just working on his 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 you know uh, you know his range, so uh, that 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 kind of got overblown. But yeah, can't go wrong. Devin Vassell, three D guy, he fits perfect with what they're doing. So that definitely be a good pick for them. Uh, I'm up, I'm back up with the Phoenix Suns. Um, I I like I like a lot of players that they have that's on that's on the board as far as wings. Talk about Okoro. Uh, I, I am a big uh, Sadiq Bay guy from Villanova. Um, but I think I think I think I'm think I'm gonna ride with uh, Okoro. I think he's one of the jack of all got, trade guys, and mm-hmm. you you guys got who do who can do it all. Whether you know whether it's a superstar level, all star role play, you can't you really can't go wrong with it. Uh, trade away uh, trade away um, Ubre, so you need somebody to replace that. So um, Okoro Okoro will be right there, if it fit right in. Yeah, and he got CP three now. Like Everything, everything's Okoro easy. Transition. Okoro in transition. Everything's easy. Man, this would be a home run pick for them. And they add a guy who could play defense too right away. He gets in people and he's a smart defender. Like the shooting is people worry about the shooting, but you got CP3, you don't got, you know, the shooting will come along. You got CP3 put you in the right position, especially in transition, give you some alley-oops and all that. And it was he's another athletic freak. Man, this this is like a perfect fit, you know, yeah. if it's Coral. Uh, Christmas Spurs. Okay. Yeah, they're not. They're not used to being in this spot, so it's it, <laughs> just tricky for them. But um, man, this, this is tough. This is tough. Okay. Um, you know what? They need a. They need a, a like a dy- a dynamic player. And I'm gonna go. You know, 
uh, this is another point guard I like. I'm gonna go give him Kyra Lewis Jr. You know, you know, give him some more spark coming off that team. I know they got Dezonte Murray, and, and they got um, who's the other guy? Uh, you got Derek uh, White. Derek White, yeah. But they need a little more dynamic, you know, uh, playmakers, and I think Kyra could bring that, you know, uh, breakdown defense. He's probably the fastest guard in this draft. He point did. guard. In this draft. So yeah, so he definitely shot up boards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he improved so much from freshman to sophomore year. You know, uh, you know, his ability to break down defense, his passing got so much better too. So, uh, you know, and he can he because he could score a little bit too. You know, uh, add some bulk, and uh, I think he'll be fine. But you know, San Antonio needs a player like this, like they have with Tony Parker, who could break down the defense and all that. So, uh, I think uh, I'll give him Kyron Lewis Jr. I have the Sacramento Kings at twelve. Bogdanovich signing trade. Rumors of Buddy Hill wanting out. Whether you deal Buddy or not, even before you dealt Bogdanovich, you needed some more shooting. So I'm going to give them Aaron Neesmith of Vanderbilt. As soon as you said shoot, I was like, yeah. I did, I did that <laughs> yesterday we, in the mock draft. We mock draft us uh, on Aaron Neesmith to Sacramento. That's a, that's a good point. As soon as you said shoot, I knew you were going. <laughs> that means Once you said shoot, I was like, sniper. it was either Bain or Neesmith. So, that means a sniper, man. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back up. New Orleans, they have uh, they have a lot of picks now, uh, thanks to Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Talked about that earlier. Um, no Drew Holiday, but you bring in Eric Bledsoe. Um, I don't think George Hill stays on the team. I think he gets bought out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of you kind of took my pick with Nate Smith there just because of the fact that they might lose J.J. Redick, you know, so it's like that. So I I got I had to regroup where I was going with this. Um, I, I I just think they I just think they need they're going to need shooting around Lonzo. You're going to need you know guys who can space the floor around Brandon Ingram and around Zion. If you're not going to have that, um, I think they can go two different ways here. You can replace the Derek Favors type of guy and go big, or you can add the shooting. Um, I'm so I'm I'm kind of look, I'm, I'm looking at two guys, uh, but I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh, Tyrell Terry from Stanford. Um, I think I think you put another guard next to Lonzo. With Lonzo being six six, he can take on two guards um, if he has to, and he's he's been putting on muscle. So Ingram at three, Zion at the four. But if you want to go small, you can. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Tyrell Terry out of Stanford, man. He's a, that's a, that's a shooter. Another another like a CJ McCollum type of guy who who can put the ball in the basket. You got you gotta love it. Oh yeah, and, and he has takeover potential too. Like he he could he has he could take over some games. He did it at Stanford, so and he got stronger too. Has athleticism, you know. We saw in those videos, those workout videos, he was getting up. It was like okay, okay like, yeah, you add that so. to all that scoring ability. That that's definitely for no arms for sure. All right, so I'm up for Boston, right? Mm-hmm. All right, to me this is this is another slam dunk pick. To me, is Jalen Smith out of Maryland. This is what they need. They need a, a big like this who can, you know, be able to rim protect. That that was the why they didn't go to the finals because they had that issue with. And we saw with Tice, you know, he couldn't. He was having troubles with Bam and all those guys, you know, the big dudes in, in Miami. So I think Jalen Smith, if they keep their picks, because I know they're another team that's hmm. thinking about trading picks. They got three first rounders, but if they stay put here, to me, Jalen Smith, you know that that's got to be the pick. He's 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 probably the third best big in this draft, and he's so versatile as far as you know. He, you don't have to worry about him pick roll situation because he he has the the reach, you know, to be able to swat things and, and uh, play from behind and and the scoring, you know, his, his shooting is 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 good, solid too. So and he has potential to even you know expand his range to three points. So I think Jalen Smith would be the pick here for Boston. That's a great pick. All right, number 15, we're out of the lottery, but for this, we'll consider 15 lottery. I think this is honestly no man's land because the draft is already a wasteland as it is. Like, you don't know who's going where. Nothing's for sure. So, of course, um, Orlando has this pick too, right? <laughs> and it's like they're, they're one of those teams that are like, oh, man, we're stuck in the middle. And guess what? They're stuck in the middle right here because they don't – this is tough. Yeah, you're kind of no man's land, but this is just my thinking as a GM – you will not have DJ Augustine. His contract ran out. Fournier just opted in, um, but he's also basically he's on one one year deal. Fultz's rookie deal is going to expire, so you got to figure out what you're going to do with that. So I'm thinking they're going to look backcourt. So you're kind of in that Cole Anthony, Tyrese Maxey, um, R.J. Hampton territory. And to me, I think he's still you know 
I know what Kale said about Kentucky guys, but to me, I think you're still in that let's take best available. And from the time he's been 13, 14 years old, I feel like he's been the best player in his class. Yeah, Carolina was a brutal year for him, but I think you got to go Cole Anthony right here. People are sleeping on Cole. Cole can still play. Man, it, 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 every time you put Cole with the best players in the country in his age group, he was the MVP. So I think you got to take that. I don't think you take that with a grain of salt. I think you have to still value that. So I'm, I like Cole going to um, Orlando. But if not, I can still see uh, see it being Maxi because he, he's a guy that can score. And, I mean, a couple off seasons, you, you can get a better jump shot and he can be a 20-point scorer possibly. Yeah, I guess it's going to depend on where Orlando is going to value. But, you know, Orlando, Orlando, what are they going to do? They're going to take whatever position that you said, point guard, and then they're going to pay folks and not play <laughs> and not uh, and not play Anthony like they did with Bamba. You know, I still don't understand the decision. That's such Bamba, a weird thing, you know, man, because so. they have talent. They have so much talent, and you're just like, why haven't any of these guys popped yet? Uh, they, like, they and that's where you talk about development, right? We yeah. talk about development, right? How certain teams they take guys who aren't top five picks, and and they they become good players or all star players, like to what Toronto does and Boston does and and OKC and Miami, and yet we look at Orlando and they got you know top five picks all over the place and they're they haven't they haven't popped yet, you know they're yeah. they're still we're still waiting right everyone's waiting for Bamba to finally like everyone knows more Bamba because of the song not even because of his play like the the the, the song gets played more than he does right, in the court exactly. so it's like you know. You know, when we're we gonna see Bamba, I know I know Isaac was starting to come on, but it was like he got he gets hurt. And Fultz, we still don't know. Like he's better than when he was in Philly, but that's because like he was nothing in Philly. So right. it's and like Aaron Gordon you know, just and Aaron Gordon, they're trying to trade him. They don't even yeah. want him. They're trying right. to trade him for anything like this point. They they he's he is what he is at this point. Like he's you know, yeah. it, so they're just in that weird spot. Like they're they're gonna be the eighth seed every year and they're gonna win maybe one game. And people are gonna be like, oh, and then guess what happens? They lose four straight every single year. So it's like they're in they they're in that middle where they have to figure out, all right, how do we take that next level, or do we just got blow this up and start over again? Like, right, do they exactly. really want to go through that again? Like, so they're they're, they're in that weird middle where you really don't want to be. Exactly. Um, uh, tell everybody where they can find you at. Uh, um, do your whole little spiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find me uh, off the ball pod on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and uh, Twitter. Um, very active on all social media. Uh, you can find the uh, all the podcast available on all podcast platforms. Just did a, the last mock draft show last night. So uh, that's on my Facebook page. And uh, I'm about to post it. Uh, the, the, the podcast is going to come out. Version of it's coming out tomorrow. And the YouTube is coming out tomorrow. And also you can follow my network, Off the Ball Network, on OTB underscore network. Uh, and uh, go uh, off the ball network.com to follow, you know, all the articles that all my guys over there are doing, you know, doing good stuff over there. So, uh, yeah, man, th- this, is, this is a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure hopping on with you guys. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's we gonna, appreciate having you, bro. It's going to be a no wild, doubt, no it's going to be a wild day tomorrow. I'm going to be tuned in. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. I got to get some rest, man. I got to get some rest, man. <laughs> I'm going to say all your hard work tomorrow is going to be fine to play off and you can, you can chill for, for a good minute, man. So, uh, taking a break after this, man. <laughs> I, I deserved it. Well deserved. Well deserved. All right. So uh, we are the prophets. Preach, care, preach. We were shot. We out. PS5. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope, guys. Appreciate it.